it is your girl april squires and we are back for another week of sunday sessions emphasis on the sesh now i must admit i have not been the hostess with the mostest <laughs> everything that could possibly go wrong sometimes just happens to go that way i know we all have those weeks months days hours i couldn't find my charger for my computer i was actually belonging to my friend i was moving out of my apartment I was trying to start a new job in a Callowit up north. If you don't know where Callowit is, look it up on the map. It is cold as fuck for someone who I said before don't like the cold, but it's not so bad right now. There's not a lot of snow on the ground. The sun is shining today. You might be able to hear the wind blowing. You may have to hold on to something when you're walking across, but you know what? We're surviving. We're getting it. And you know what? It could always be worse. So the poor me's, I'll just stop with them right there. I just wanted to hop back on and talk to you guys. I got a new computer. I tried to bring out my recording equipment with me. Of course, I leave it to my Nan. I was like, Nan, you got to look for a bag with a microphone. And you know what? That's all the information I gave her. And, and God love her. She gave it to my brother's fiance, brought it into town, opened the bag, and it's a microphone. But of course, it isn't the recording equipment. It was another microphone that I had. So we're just going to do this on my computer audio. And honestly, who even gives a shit? We're just sitting down. We're shooting shit. And as you guys saw, uh, this episode is called Sorry About That. If you haven't guessed it already, it's a little solo episode. And it's just me kind of talking with you guys and just like reconnecting and trying to get my head back in the game and just, you know, speaking my truth and just having a session and just talking about what's going on lately. I recently got out of a relationship and that was sometimes things just like don't work out and that is literally a-okay and I think that things change for a reason and I believe that the universe has like a plan in place and I believe that whatever is meant to be will be speaking of the full harvest moon here lately good energy all around from that I noticed lately this has nothing to do with the episode I'm just going to go on a rant but like lately it's funny because I've been really content and happy lately with myself and kind of finding my groove again and and getting back to doing things that I really love and figuring out what I want to do with my spare time and you know seeing my friends trying to go to the gym trying to eat healthy as we know like we were talking about this time last year about seasonal depression the change in the weather it really takes an effect on us um, and I just think it really funny. I don't know if any of you guys are also a little spooky and a little witchy. I've been finding a lot of dimes lately. And I've also been finding a lot of white feathers. Whether you guys believe in stuff like that or not, I just find it funny. It's been happening. I, and also numerology. I know you guys are going to laugh, but I've been seeing the number 69 lately. Now, take that as you will. But angel number 69. So it's basically about saying like, I'm in a transitional period. If you guys search up stuff like that. Uh, basically my angels are with me they're following me and I you know and then just defining the dimes and the feathers and stuff like that too lately and with the full harvest moon yeah I don't know I just think it's freaky and I also think it's super cool um, if you guys also believe in all the witchy stuff as well now this episode I kind of wanted to talk about you know apologies apologies to ourselves apologies to others and kind of like what we need and apologies and so sometimes our apologies change and they're good versus bad apologies what do we deem as like a good apology and what do we need for someone to say to us that allows us to believe that the apology is sincere you know sometimes we feel that people apologize to us just to kind of 
it could be about themselves. It could be that they are just saying what we kind of need them to say so that they can keep going back to doing the same bullshit that they always do. Are people sincere in their apology? And, you know, do you feel that they actually mean what they say and that they're going to change? Because I think for a lot of us, we get stuck in situations where people, you know, you make people aware of how you're feeling and, you know, your feelings are valid and taking a stance on something and just figure out what we want to say to people with our feelings. Because sometimes, you know, you do got to take a little bit, you got to journal about it, you got to figure out how you're feeling and putting words to that sometimes. Like, I love when people take their time to think about how they're feeling and then kind of figure out the words. And like, you know, people, I would appreciate sometimes comments and stuff like that if people just took a minute to not react out of emotion or anger or sadness or happiness like sometimes you just need to sit with your feelings and like that's totally valid my friend Abby who's been on the show before she said like her mom was a social worker and like really encouraged them growing up to not react out of their emotions and to kind of sit with their feelings and I you know I wish I also had that growing up and stuff um being a fiery redhead obviously sometimes I too can really get caught up in my emotions and we all are guilty for it, getting caught up in our emotions and having a bad day and kind of taking it out on those around us when we don't mean to. What's more important sometimes if we aren't able to really regulate that is being able to say, Hey, I'm super frustrated. Hey, I'm super upset. This is how I'm feeling right now. It's not, you know, it's not directed towards you. And then, you know, reining it in and then apologizing to those that it affects around us and trying to learn how to not react in the moment and process our feelings. I think, you know, a lot of us can be emotionally intelligent, but then I find sometimes it's that emotional regulation of our feelings and, and trying not to just act out. I think to, you know, not even just getting apologies from others for things that they do that can upset us and, and cause us to be triggered by something, you know, whatever that may be. I think also the apologies to ourselves. I think we all are constantly growing and learning and trying to figure stuff out. And we are so hard on ourselves. And I know that, you know, especially this time of year and just like the last few months that I've had, try not to be so hard on ourselves to the fact that like, we're actually causing ourselves more grief than what we need to. I think anyone can change at any moment, like who you were six months ago can be so different than the person you are now. It all depends on the amount of work that you're putting into yourself and the amount of effort that you're putting into yourself to be better and do better. And I find that sometimes we get so caught up with not allowing ourselves to process the apology that we owe ourselves for the things that happen in life. Like shit happens. Like that's just it. And we need to be more forgiving of that. And we need to listen to ourselves and we need to give ourselves a break. And like, not every day is going to be a great day. That would be super unrealistic. And it's just to learn to love ourselves and to be there for ourselves a little bit more on the hard days. And I just started, you know, journaling again and kind of just writing things down. And I find it's really good to help like clear my head, put my thoughts down, even if I don't even know what my thoughts are. And just like sitting with that and processing that and knowing that these feelings are valid and these feelings are important. And it's okay to have all those levels of emotion. It's okay to be a little label in our emotions sometimes because every day is a new day and there's new challenges and new experiences, whether, you know, good or bad. 
I also think too, on the other side of that is also when someone does something to us, trying to let go of having expectations of the apology. I know for myself and like possibly a lot of other people, we kind of, when something happens, we kind of put it in our head. Okay. You know, they need to say this, this, and this. And if they don't like, then it's going to be a failure. And then sometimes I feel that causes way more issues in the long run because we're setting that person up to a standard of what they need to say in order for everything to be okay. And they, we want them to, when we say how we feel, uh, we're expecting them to react a certain way. We're expecting them to say certain things. And then I think the healing from the actual issue itself gets lost because if they don't react the way that we want people to react, you know, is that really a fault on them? Are we already putting that person in a box, certain boundaries around how they should react to us that we don't even give them a chance to kind of build up to that? I think when you have expectations of people, you're automatically going to have failures. Not saying that we shouldn't have standards for how we should be treated. I think that's a little bit different than what I'm trying to get at right now. But I mean, just go into something, go into a situation. There doesn't need to be yelling. There doesn't need to be fighting. But I think you should be able to be open and honest and communicate with how you're feeling and then go from there without any expectations of how that person should react to you. So I think sometimes we got to we got to start low and then build up to what we need out of that apology to make us feel okay, to make us be able to think that what they're actually saying is true and that it's sincere and makes us actually be able to move on. And sometimes, you know, that doesn't, that conversation may take two or three days to have until you fully feel like you got things off your chest or they feel like they fully got things off their chest because feeling like you're fully understood, that's how true listening and forgiveness actually works. And it sucks when people shame people into feeling bad for wanting to express themselves and making people feel like people can't let it go. Oh, you're going on and on and on. But like, you know, a lot of people got to realize that not everyone have the right words right away. We don't have all the right feelings right away. Some, maybe something's changed after you say something in the conversation, give people the space and the time and the ability to process their emotions and talk it out to whatever degree that it is. Because at the end of the day, when people are talking about their feelings, it's not about the other person in a way it's about that person and I feel like sometimes we take things from what people are saying and we just react to it because it makes us feel a certain way about ourselves and maybe it's because of our shortcomings or things that we know that we need to work on and so we get defensive about that and we harp on that and instead of then you know listening proactively and listening sincerely, we're so stuck on just certain words and certain things that people say, then we're creating a bigger issue in itself. So I think people need to kind of step outside themselves when it comes to apologies and speaking to others and just let people get things off their chest without making them feel worse about it. Like, and at the end of the day, when someone comes to you with an issue or they want to come to you to talk about things, it's not really about you. It is about that person. Like, yeah, sure. You may have done something to upset them, but that person is just trying to express themselves in a world where it's hard enough to like say anything, let alone, you know, tell someone how you feel like feelings are so hard guys. And we got to give people more credit and we have to stop being so defensive and so angry when people say that we've done something to them. All you have to do is honestly turn on your ears, 
shut your mouth and just listen to people. Like, I think that's the problem too, is that we're not sincerely listening to people. And when people think that you genuinely care and that you're genuinely listening and you come at it and you take a step back from yourself, those people, I promise you, if you're having conflicts with people and you start doing that, the conflicts are not going to escalate. Most times, like I feel they will be dealt with at like a certain vibration, a certain frequency. There's no need for things to get more explosive and angry because then you're getting away from the basis of that person even feeling comfortable enough to even come to you and speak to you about things that they wanted to in the first place. Sometimes we also get into situations that we want an apology from people. And sometimes we just got to be okay with the fact that that's just not going to happen. And you got to kind of take whatever it is that you get from that situation ending. And you have to be able to move on without that part, because sometimes you don't get closure and sometimes you need to create your own closure. And, you know, if you're not getting that apology from someone that you thought you were, or that you're not getting that understanding, you just probably need to realize that that person isn't capable of being there with you. They aren't at that level of emotional intelligence, emotional regulation of their feelings, and they just can't give you what they want because you can't make people see things from your perspective. You can't make people understand you. You can't make people see the person that you are. And that's just it. Sometimes you're just not going to get that fucking apology. That is okay. We have to learn to move on from that. And we shouldn't hate on people because you're not getting that from them. That is just who they are. We just have to accept it. And you just got to let it go. And you just got to learn to be happy then whatever closure you did get and then creating whatever little bit that you need to get over that and then moving on. Sometimes too, you know, apologies with people that are they just, again, like I said earlier, but are they just saying it to say it and get you to like shut up again? Or are they actually being sincere with it? And, you know, I think we need to come to terms with the fact and like get better at the fact that like if someone keeps continuously doing something to you after you've expressed to them how it makes you feel, you got to take it to the fact that like maybe they're incapable of giving you what you need and you got to be able to be the bigger person and kind of step away from that. Because if someone's not giving you what you need, there's automatically going to be a level of like disappointment in that. If you keep expecting someone to do something for you and they can't provide that for you, whether intentionally or not intentionally, that's just it. Like, and sometimes people change and like, sometimes you need more and sometimes you need less, whatever that is, it's okay to outgrow people. And it's okay to not get things from people that you thought you could. Again, you got to be okay with letting go and like moving on from that. I think too, like in parent dynamics, parent and kids and, and so forth, I think a lot of our parents and just like, you know, the mentality of, you know, mental health wasn't a thing or people are just so used to suppressing their feelings, especially our parents and grandparents. And they think that you just need to stick it out. Oh, you get into a fight. Oh, well, like, you know, that's just it. You gotta, you gotta stick it out. You gotta do that. Like, it doesn't matter how bad it gets. You know, sometimes that's not really a good enough answer. Sometimes you don't have to stick things out just because you feel like you have to, you can stick things out and be there for someone. But if you think that you're getting to the point where people are taking too much from you and things are, are too much, it's okay to walk away from that. No one says that you have to stick it out and be there if it's taking more from you than what you're getting from it. Again, that's perfectly a-okay. Our parents grew up in a different generation where there were 10, 13, 14 children and a family, you know, how do you kind of walk away from someone that you're in a, a marriage with or in a bad situation with if you 
you, you know, you couldn't really do that before. That wasn't really an option. So sometimes, you know, pulling up your socks and strapping your boots, like, yeah, okay, that you had to. And sometimes those situations got better. And then sometimes those situations got worse, but just know that you are totally in control of your situation. And if things are too much for you and you're not getting what you need from certain things, it is a-okay to walk away from that and rediscover yourself and maybe just find things that are better suited for you because there are people out there that will better suit you. And I was saying to a friend other day, the more time, and everyone's heard it before, the more time you spend in a situation that's not good for you, that's using up all your good energy. That's using up all the goodness that you have. And it's putting more negative energy into your body, more negative energy that you're holding on to. When we release that negative energy and we put that back into the universe and we decide, hey, I'm letting go of this. I'm trusting in the universe. I swear to you, positive things and happy things, it'll make room and those things will start to come back into your life. I believe in like the power of the universe. And I believe that good things do happen to good people. And sometimes shit things happen to good people. But for the most part, putting that good energy out there and wanting to attract that good energy, it will happen for you. And you believe in it and manifestation of it, it is going to happen. So don't be afraid to release that negative energy. And it's super scary and it can be super overwhelming, but I promise you in the end, you're going to be a better person for it. And sometimes I find too, if you are holding on to that negative energy and you're, you know, expecting certain things. And, you know, again, you're holding out, you're holding out, you're holding out, things aren't changing. You're going to start to build up resentment. And I think a lot of us for people we love, whether it's friendships, relationships, family dynamics, when we're expecting certain things and we are not getting those things, we start to build up resentment towards people. And that's the last thing you want to do. The last thing you want to do is to not like or care for the person involved that you promised you never would ever have resentment towards. And I think sometimes we stay in things and we get resentful and then those situations turn into more ugly situations. Instead of letting that fester and like grow and like let that negativity kind of take over it's better to walk away before that resentment gets in there because you're going to be so thankful that you did that you let things kind of end where they were and you just let it be. And the resentment is just not going to be in your body. Again, all that negative energy, negative thoughts is going to start to take over your brain and you don't want that. It's not the time. It's not the season. We don't fucking need that. And you just got to let it fucking go. And sometimes too, we get guilt from the resentment that we have towards people. No one wants to be resentful. No one wants to be whatever. But again, like letting go forgiveness. And if you can't actually forgive that person and you're still feeling guilty, that is a question and feelings that you need to sit with and you need to reevaluate because again, you can't be in a negative situation and feeling a certain way and feeling like you forgive them, but you don't actually forgive them. You know what I mean? You really kind of do got to pick what side of the fence you want to get on and you kind of got to stick to it because, you know, doors half open, doors half closed. Like that it's not going to work for you. You're going to put yourself in anguish. You're going to put yourself in the negative situations. It's going to cause things to crumble. Whenever you don't fully invest yourself into what you're doing, that intuition, that gut feeling, forgive and forget, or you have to stay in that situation and build up that resentment. And again, it's, it's not going to work. you got to release all that negative energy, or you're going to keep holding on to it. And it's going to keep sticking to you. Also on top of that learning to not be sorry for just being you and occupying your space and learning what that is. Be so unapologetically yourself that people are like, wow, when you're a positive person and you are trying to attract good things, it will happen. 
when you start to be negative and you start to kind of get caught up in all of that, people don't realize that, okay, yeah, sure. It doesn't involve those around you. You're feeling like you're the negative person. You're the negative energy. Oh, I'm just going to act this way. It doesn't actually affect those people. It absolutely does. It affects those people around you immediately. And then that bleeds out then, right? Like people, like your negative energy affects those people. We all know what it is, whether you're in a work environment, a friendship environment. If you got people who are constantly being negative and shitting on things, that negative energy is going to try to come into you. And you know what? Learn to set up boundaries. Learn to tell those people no. Learn to separate yourself from those people. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with fully embracing who you are, being a kind person, being nice to people, super hard to like get up in the morning, but like trying to be thankful for everything that you have, like trying to be positive about the things that you already are trying to bring into light. Like whether that's, you know, trying to push yourself to be a better person, whether that's trying to push yourself in school, whether that's pushing yourself in work, like trying to be a better partner, like whatever it is. Fully invest yourself into doing that, occupying your your space and be aware of things when they're sincere and, you know, don't just let people trick you into learn you back into that negative energy and that negative space, like be smart and be proactive with your heart and your mind and your soul and your energy and send out those good vibrations because those people, they attract each other and those people find each other. And that's what I'm saying about making space, creating space for that, right? Also with apologies, seeking things out, you know, relating it back to people having similar life situations and people are seeking the same healing. I come from a broken family. I come from trauma. I come from this. I come from that. Blah, blah, blah. We all been there. But just because someone has had a similar experience to you in life, trauma healing with other people isn't that good for you. It's not good for you at all, actually, unless those people have already put in the work therapy, journaling, have they really confronted their fears or are they just using you as like, kind of like a, they're trying to use you as a backbone and like trying to be like, oh, well, like we both been through this or people are using their traumas and their past as like an excuse for their behavior. You know, at some point you've got to let it go. There's a lot of stuff that I dealt with as a child that a lot of people, you know, you get fucked up from and that's just life. So you can't control that. I feel like everyone in any family or anyone you speak to kind of got this weird, crazy thing that's happened to them in life. Like we talked about before, I don't use that as an excuse for shitty behavior. I just think that, you know, that's not fair to those around you and it's not fair to yourself because you're going to get stagnant and you're going to stay in one place. And again, it's holding on, it's harvesting that negative energy. You have to be able to move on from things that happen when you're 15 years old, seven years old, two years old, you know, I'm 26. I can't, that didn't happen to me yesterday. I have to actively put in the work and I have to actively choose to be better and to not want to be like that and to not let that energy into my current life and my current situation because it's going to be holding me back. I will not be fully present and it'll be hard to really picture a good future for myself and a positive future for myself if I'm torn between my past, my present and my future. So again, guys, taking your energy and just trying to be present and doing what you can to heal yourself now and just learning from your past and using that as like a catapult into who you want to be and that good energy that you want to have. Also, (laughs) ties into the apologies, things like that, blah, 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 blah. 
deal with your fucking trauma, move on. Let's be better people than who fucked us up. Don't let anyone use your fucking trauma against you. How many times do my girlfriends or anyone that I know will be, I actually dated someone once who was like, oh, you know, I, I brought up how I was feeling, right? You bring up how you're feeling and they're like, oh, I think this actually stems from a deeper issue related to your traumas and your past experiences. And it's like, you know, if someone is using your, if you were open to someone about what you went through, just so they could understand you better as a person and they throw that back in your face, that person is a fucking asshole. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care where the fuck you come from. Those people that throw things back in your face or like who are narcissistic and who try to, instead of reflecting on themselves, try to blame you for things, for their behavior to like, actually, oh, I'm being shit. Well, that's actually because of your trauma. You know what? Fuck that. No one has any right in this world, any fucking day with telling you, you're if you're dealing with it, if you're figuring it out and you're trying to be a better person and you're not using that as an excuse on them, why the fuck did they get use that as an excuse for their behavior onto you? Do not accept that. That person does not have your best interests in mind and they actually probably just simply don't care. And they are probably using that to deflect from their own issues and their own things that they got to work on. No one should ever, ever, ever in this lifetime use your own past and your own traumas against you. End of discussion. You know what? That's just it. I don't even think I took a breath in between all those topics. Holy sugar. I was thinking like, am I going to get on here today? Like, how's it going to go? What am I going to say? But yeah, apologies. Tough as fuck <laughs> to ourselves, to others, everything that they're encompassing, all the feelings that they have. And guys, like, you know, just like take this, really sit with it. Listen to this sesh again, if you got to, because I was probably speaking at a hundred miles an hour at old Newfie slang. I want you guys to know that it is okay to accept apologies from ourselves, to have feelings and standards of apologies from others and learning to forgive and being able to move on, you know, letting go of that negative energy and just being okay with wherever it is that you're at and that's just the motherfucking tea, you know? I'm so glad that you guys tuned in. I hope you like this little solo session again. It was super nice to talk to you. I'm sorry if the audio sucks. I'm just talking on my computer. That's just it. No one's perfect except that apology. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. But yeah, hopefully uh, I have two people that I kind of want to get on here and do some episodes with. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Of course, Matthew Mercer made the music. Kira McFaggin made the cover art. And this is your girl, April Squire, signing off for another week. I'm wishing you nothing but positivity into this spooky season. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you on a flip.